following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang bang. What is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 12 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Stank. How about that brand new fucking theme song? Ooh, we. Yeah. We've been so excited for this to come out. It's all I've been listening to. And yeah. once again, much like our last theme song, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to friends of the show, best friends of the show, yes. Sarah Joy Shockey, for whose beautiful vocals you the hear. The voice of an angel. She was so excited. When I, she had mentioned on her show, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, available on iTunes, yep. uh, that she loved Walter. And when you and I were talking about, well, there's this little rebranding now, we need a new theme song, I immediately knew what theme we yeah, were going to go it's with. perfect. Yeah, because my buddy, Braden Harrington, you know, my Canadian brother. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, he had showed me that, he, he did that beat a while back. And it was right around the time that we had gotten that last theme. Yeah. And I remember going, oh, that other one's so much cooler. Yeah. You know, and I was like, maybe at some point we can use it for something. Yeah. Maybe if we ever have, I was like, maybe if we ever have Walter on, we can use yeah. that or something. And then when we were like, we need a new theme song, yeah. I immediately went to him and you guys, he makes fucking dope beats. Like, Yeah, this if, is pretty killer. Yeah, or if you or anyone else out there listening needs a, a dope rap beat let me know i'll i'll put you in touch with you him you got a guy yeah but when i showed sarah that she was like oh my, she lost it and yeah. she fucking killed it on this and it's all i've been listening to like the yeah, past few days i listened to it on repeat a few times everyone's like why are you still listening to that it's so good yeah like my favorite thing around the shop was like someone to just be having like a normal conversation like oh i uh, i got chinese food from lunch today for lunch today and then i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. hey do you want to hear the new theme song and they're like Oh, I already heard it. I'm yeah, you've like, already asked. I'm like, oh. <laughs> want to hear it again? Yeah, I'm like, you want to hear it again? Yeah. Uh, so again, thank you so much to those two for that amazing theme yeah, song. Yeah, like, super dope. Yeah, I love it. It just sounds so like. Yeah, and like the beat drops that the most, per- like when I first listened to it, I was like, this is the most perfect thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, you know what? Sarah's a professional. Like I, She is. She, knowing her, she timed it out exactly yeah. just like that and. I think it's great. Let us know. If you like it, yeah. let us know. If you don't like it, don't. Tough titties. Yeah, tough titties. <laughs> don't let us know. But uh, this is a very special episode of the PWT cast. We, like a few weeks back, you know, the day that we recorded this uh, episode with Ethan, mm-hmm. we we strayed away from recording at the shop and we actually recorded at uh, my shitty studio apartment. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, but today we're in Castle Stank. Yep. So welcome to Stankonia. Stankonia, yeah, it was like I drove over here and I was like, damn, I was like, Stank makes those big bucks, huh? Oh yeah. And it's also was like it is a very long drive. Yeah. I, I understand why you work uh, yeah. at the physically at the shop two days a week. Yeah. Like I don't mind making it's a the slog. Drive. Yeah, I don't mind making the drive up here, but, but like to have to make it every single day. Yeah. You are a madman. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very. I'm looking right now. I can see uh, a ceramic Pillsbury Doughboy. Which has very much caught my attention because yeah. it's just so adorable. But yeah. we're sitting here in your castle recording this episode. I get to play with your dog. Yep, Rocky. Yeah, he, didn't, Rock. he didn't bite or bark. Yeah, you warned me. You're like he might bite and or bark you and I'll bark at you. And I was like, oh, but he was a nice guy. He's very nice. Very nice guy. Um, I, 
apologize to your daughter for telling her i i'm sorry that she, i didn't yeah. think she was the coolest seventh grader i know and she was like dad your weird friends talking to me yeah and ran into her room uh but again welcome to episode 12 of the pwt cast uh this is your first time listening welcome yeah uh, my name is scrump and like and i mentioned stank. Yep. stank uh we're the official podcast of pro wrestling tees we talk a little bit of everything here we talk comics we talk movies yeah. we talk whatever's going on in the world of wrestling yeah, a little bit of wrestling a little bit of wrestling <laughs> yeah you know the pro wrestling tees uh podcast talks a little bit of wrestling yeah. but you know there's other shows out there if you want to hear just full-on recaps of stuff like that um we won't be doing that yeah you know i i can't that's boring yeah that's boring plus listen if you want a full recap of like monday night raw or yeah. any of those There's awesome thousands shows of yeah. far more reputable people doing that head, head over to post wrestling those exactly. boys take care of that um here we don't do that here we talk to people involved in the world of wrestling just about normal everyday things you know yeah. past guests include as the aforementioned sarah shaggy yep. you know we've had marty DeRosa, we've had john waiting from post wrestling mm-hmm. uh and this week we have uh, Ethan Page and oh dude all ego all ego it was such a fun episode yeah cool dude cool dude um, but before we get into that we have to plug the official the official sponsor of the PWT cast these boys reached out to us way before uh, it, it was like a real thing you know yeah they jumped on board and much like uh, our as our new sponsor Hot Topic as yeah. announced last week uh, they're fully supportive of us yeah and they've been down since day zero since day zero so i want to give a shout out to freelance wrestling the official sponsor of the pwt cast and uh they've got a they've got a show staying yep this friday we've actually. been loving it yeah this friday and uh fuck i'm so excited like uh, a few days ago um on my facebook memories it came up the anniversary of october 20th oh what was that uh it was my debut wrestling match you wrestled a match I wrestled a match. Oh. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it to anybody ever out there that I, I wrestled a professional wrestling match. It's a keystone moment in your origin story. Oh, it definitely much is. But uh, Freelance Wrestling presents our next show, Things That Go Bump in the Ring. And do yourselves a favor. If you haven't already um, looked at the poster for this show, please yeah. go out there and yeah, seek it out because it's pretty it, nice. It, it is amazing. It's a play on uh, the Haunted Mask cover for the Goosebumps book. And yeah, they fucking... Julio Guerra, former guest of the show, yep. friend of the show, crushed it when he, you know, came. We can't get enough of this poster. <laughs> can't get enough of it. But uh, like we mentioned, it's Friday, October 25th. Doors open at 8. Uh, show starts at 9. Tickets are available at Freelance Wrestling. You can go to um, Independent Wrestling TV. If you can't catch the show, you use the promo code Freelance. Free 20-day trial. So you can go back and. Go back in the archives. Go back in the archives. Watch last year's uh, Halloween Battle yep. Royale before watching this year's. Um, Dude, they got a pretty stacked card uh, this go around. I know we've got uh, the Freelance Legacy Championship being defend being defended by Eye Candy Elliot against a uh, very very close friend of the show, uh, Pat Monix, Project mm-hmm. Monix. He and I became like best friends when me, him, Nick, and Isaiah drove up to uh, Canada yeah. during SummerSlam weekend. It was mainly uh, us bonding over Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> Like every well, it was it was one of those things where everyone in the car was talking Dragon Ball Z. And I don't know shit about Dragon Ball yeah. Z, but they started talking. You, but I brought up Yu Gi Oh, and then me and Pat just, yeah, we became best friends. And uh, there's also a number one contenders match featuring a friend of the show, Craig Mitchell, who mm-hmm. is legitimately the funniest person I know. Yeah, like every single time we hang out, uh, 
and he's there i was just like pull nick aside met nicks and i'll be like dude craig mitchell's the funniest fucking dude that i know and craig being the modest man he is he's like no <laughs> you know i'm not that great craig mitchell funniest man in professional wrestling uh so make sure to go out and uh if you're in the city come to the show the shows yeah. are always fun i mean watching it is great but watching it live in the logan square auditorium there's nothing like it no yeah that yeah. just the atmosphere yeah you feel um, it yeah so again go out and seek it if you can't watch you can't be there live you know go to iwtv and the boys use the promo code freelance and you'll be able to uh, to watch it there um but stank you and i watched something this weekend and it was pretty exclusive yeah <laughs> we were some vips this time oh, we were some vips and let me tell you what the this whole week i was wondering what am i gonna wear to the red carpet premiere of a girl on the third floor cm, CM punk's movie cm punk's movie not his movie he stars in it yeah. um but yeah it was the whole week i was like oh man because i remember when ryan brought up he's like it's a red carpet it's like what do we wear that was the talk amongst us at the yeah. shop. Do we wear shirts and jeans? Do we have to have fancy shoes? Stupid Michael wore a tuxedo jacket like an idiot. <laughs> Frank wanted to wear one of those CM Punk suck shirts. Yeah. We didn't know what to wear. And me being the guy that I am, I primarily dress up and go all out. You show like out. Once a year. Yeah. Usually like the, 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 holi- Christmas, the yeah. Christmas holiday party. But I was like, fuck. I know. I'm like, I need to go all out. Boy, and did you look dapper too? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was the outfit that I wore to last year's holiday party. Yeah. Of, you know, but like at the same time, I, I was just like, you know what? Like when I when I wore that, I felt like Andy Garcia in Ocean's Eleven. You, you looked the part. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I need to fucking do it. So we wore that. Like all of us came pretty dapper, including yeah. yourself. You, well, you had your nice tried. your button up. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we showed up to the premiere and. It was cool. We got to we got a bunch of like free uh free food. Yep. It's always the best free food, free yep. drinks. Free food um, is the tastiest food. Yeah, but the like the little party prehand, we just kind of all just hung around. People were playing ping pong. Made me realize I'm I'm not that big of a fan of ping pong. No, like watching it or playing it, it's the worst. Well, it's it mostly comprises of people just running after the ball. Yeah, like. And then saying, oh, sorry, excuse me. Let me get in here. Let me climb under this table. And you're like, get away from me. But uh, we got to we had to have birthday cake with CM Punk. They brought him a birthday cake. Yep. His birthday, it wasn't then. You know, it's, it's we're few, celebrating early. We're ce- celebrating early, which that was cool. Uh, we ran into Frank the Clown on the mm-hmm. way to the actual like auditorium. So he sat with us. And we sat down and watched the movie. And without getting into spoilers, um, I thought it was fucking creepy as shit. Yeah, a lot of creepy stuff. Listen, if you have an aversion to bodily fluids, I can't tell you what, but like, you're gonna be creeped out during this movie. Yeah, I can't ever look at marbles the same. Yeah, now. marbles. Like, uh, with CM Punk, good actor. Like, yeah. Like a, a lot of people, like a lot of feedback that I was like reading was like, "Wow, this guy's like a really good actor." And it's like, yeah, he he's only done it professionally yeah, for, yeah, live for I don't know, you know, most of his life. Yeah, and if you watch this movie, um, and you see how they frame the story around him, you'll see like almost, I'd say maybe 60% of the scenes are framed on his face and him emoting. Mm-hmm. So it was a really good, really good job. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're not a fan of CM Punk, probably don't go watch this because it's a lot of him, but I, I thought he did a good job. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. The cat, the cast is 
good as well um it's hard to talk about it without getting into spoilers yeah so maybe we'll wait like a few weeks until it's out and we can talk yeah about that um but something else that i saw this weekend and i'm not sure if you had the chance to watch it yet is uh el camino the breaking bad movie oh yeah i saw it yeah what'd you think um so like i came to breaking bad late um because i'm one of those guys that if something's like really popular i don't trust it i'm Mm -hmm. like it can't be good and then i felt like an idiot and i came I came around like season three or something. Um, normally, Aaron Paul is like my least favorite part, like Jesse Pinkman. Mm-hmm. But El Camino was great. I mean, this guy was acting his ass off the whole time. So, yeah, like Jesse wasn't. Like, I was a Walt guy. Walter, you know, exactly, Walter yeah. was my dude. So at first, I was a little bummed out that the movie didn't center more on him, especially because they left it a little ambiguous at the end, right? You know, as to, and listen skip ahead if you haven't seen the movie because we're gonna talk spoilers yeah you know i'll put the time stamps or you know just skip ahead so we're not talking about yeah yeah i'm not gonna go through all that um but the fact that like they confirm like no he's dead i i was a little deflated after that because i'm like i don't care i don't want to watch an epilogue on jesse pinkman right i want more walter white um but then like kind of take digesting it all and like uh my buddies over at uh, post wrestling uh davey portman and Braden harrington mm-hmm. uh they reviewed the movie and i listened to that and it was one of those things where i was like oh he, oh yeah that was actually really good and yeah huh i'm like yeah that was awesome so i went back and rewatched it again and i'm like okay i you put your I, bias aside put my bias i kind of had to do that too. yeah because again like jesse was a fine character and yeah this was a very like you see him grow up yeah for sure mm-hmm. like and especially towards the end of the movie where you, they like flashback to, it was one of the episodes where they get like lost in the desert. It was from season two, I believe, mm-hmm. um, which featured one of my favorite scenes where they're uh, sitting at the table talking and uh, Brian Cranston in, in like the worst bald cap. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's talking to Jesse. He's like, so uh, what do you think you're going to do with your life now? You know, like, what do you what what what's on your like what's on your plate? What are you thinking about doing? Maybe you go back to college, get a GED. And he's like, "What the? F-? Yeah, I graduated." He's like, "You were on stage when they handed me the diploma," which is like, yeah, that got a, a good chuckle out of me. Yeah, um, it, it was a fine way of like closing, you know, the chapter on Jesse Pinkman. I personally would have preferred, you know, either some more Walter White or uh, skip ahead a few years. Yeah, let's see what Jesse's up to. That. Yeah. I mean, this this literally like takes place like right as Breaking Bad ends, and then they kind of pass the torch to his point of view. So, but yeah, I, we also got to see Robert Forrester, who just passed away. Yeah, unfortunately, he passed out or he passed away like the day of the yeah, premiere. But he was great. He's, I love Robert he, Forrester. He's great in almost everything he was yeah. in. Like I know you, um, Jackie Brown is back yep. on Netflix, so I'm definitely gonna yeah. rewatch that. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I. I can't recall any him being in something that I don't particularly enjoy. Like, yeah. He's one of those actors who, even if, like, the movie or the show or whatever it is isn't that great. And he also, he's also, he's also like, like, the cool grandpa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that he, knows stuff and mm-hmm. is just not phased by anything. Yeah. Like, I, man, this is me scrumbin', scrumbin' things movie review. Yeah, movie have you been Have you been watching a lot of, like, horror movies? Uh, it's, it's October. Yeah, and I, I watched It Chapter 2 um that's about it so far see last night i uh i watched was it life after beth yeah 
uh, starts Dane DeHaan, the one of the boys from um, well, he was Harry Osborn in that oh, he amazing Spider Man. He was in Chronicle. Yep. Uh, John C. Riley was in it as well. Um, fuck, what's her name? April from uh, Parks and Rec. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Yep. Yeah. I was say I was like, oh, I'm I had a brain fart first. I was gonna say I was like, oh, I'm in love with her, and then I don't even remember her name. Yeah. But it was them. It was this like weird zombie movie. Uh, it was an A24 film, so I was like, oh, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, they always do really well. It wasn't good. Mm, not uh, that good at all. Well, when your movie title is like a pun, <laughs> yeah, you like, gotta be like, Ugh. It, it very much felt like a. Like a, a fun skit someone came up with. Yeah, and they just stretched it out too long. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, the fun thing was there was a lot of references to uh, Parks and Rec, actually. You know, like, yeah. uh, the, um, they have, like, a mailman played by, uh, who's the bigger guy that they always make fun of on the show? Jerry. Jerry, yeah. They have a mailman played by him. There's, like, some, like, Machu Picchu documentary playing, and it's <laughs> Nick Offerman voicing that. Uh at one point, she's on the phone. She's like, I'm on the phone with Andy. Andy loves me. Like, just very, like, little references yeah. like that. Um, it, it was fine. Like, it's on Netflix, so if you have nothing to do, you can watch that. But I also watched Idle Hands this weekend. Yeah. Have, you've watched that, right, with, with Devin Sawa? Wait. Idle Hands, has it got Seth Green in it? Seth Green, yeah. I A watched young that Seth so Green, long ago. Uh, young Jessica Alba, yeah. young Devin Sawa, which it's it's one of those, like, super late 90s early 2000s horror movies if you've seen it you know exactly what i'm talking about but i remember watching that like for the first time maybe like two years ago and like watching i was like i would have loved this as a kid like it uh, i mean i loved it even more as an adult but the fact that they had like the offspring in there singing sedated by the ramones (laughs) like i was like oh this is peak 90s this is everything that i want in a movie so i could rewatch that just kind of get like the the stink of life after Beth out of there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's, I'm, I'm like Halloween, but I'm not just going to wait for October to watch horror movies. Like if yeah. I want to watch a horror movie, I'll watch a horror movie. Yeah. Watch it whenever you want. Yeah. Um, and you know, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up this movie talk with, uh, news of Kevin Feige finally getting the reins of everything at the tippy top of the mountain. Yeah. And he, one of the first things he did was he canceled the Ghost Rider TV show. It's now going to be part of uh, the the cinematic universe. Very, which was funny the way it happened. You know, they like interviewed him a few days before he gets his promotion, and he's like, "Yeah, I th- I think I'd like to use Ghost Rider in the movies at some point." Yeah, and then they're like, "They granted him the power." They're like, "Ghost Rider canceled," and then shortly after, like Kevin Feige in charge of everything, which is awesome because I was reading something where like now a lot of those mcu uh netflix tv show characters will show up or they'll get recasted um i've been hearing rumors of the inhumans being rebooted yeah and it would starve in diesel because they're going like full on with this miss marvel like uh disney plus show yeah and for those of you unaware miss marvel not captain marvel miss marvel um she's an inhuman she gets her powers from like that what is it like a tarragon mist or something yeah yeah, so they Terrigen, 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 uh, and they need to incorporate the Inhuman. So yeah. hell, if you're gonna reboot it, you might as well throw Vin Diesel in there. Yeah, I mean he was Groot, but like he could be anyone else. I mean right? he could be Black Bolt. Yeah, that's true. Like the dude already kind of looks the part. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty fun. Um, 
How about uh, that shady DC news? That uh, first, like Joker comes out, and then you hear rumblings that um, Jared Leto was kind of blindsided and upset. Especially, like, listen, I get it. <coughs> I get it. You get offered the role of the Joker, and you just expect big things. Oh, man, this will be really big. Joker's been great for everyone who's played it. And then your Joker sucks so bad that they cut you out of the movie. And I feel bad. Yeah, like, for those of you unaware, uh, Jared Leto is fucking pissed. Yeah. And he is officially out as the Joker. Yeah. And, like, I don't, I don't put all the blame on him because... Like, it was Warner Brothers' vision of the Joker. Yeah, a little bit, but I think he took it too far, especially when you heard about, like, all the gross stuff he was doing behind the scenes, like, being quote-unquote method, and he was sending people... I don't want to say half the stuff he did, because, you know, we're a family show, but... Dead animals. Yeah, dead animals, used things, and just gross shit. And, like, if one of my coworkers sent me that, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you stupid? So he did that, but then, like, you know, he expressed his displeasure. And then I guess it just came out that he tried to get the Joker movie stopped. And he complained to his agent, and he tried to get them to send a message to Warner. And, you know, I get being mad, but, like, that's... Well, especially because at one point there was two Joker movies in production. Yeah. Jared Leto's and uh, the one we got now, the Joaquin Phoenix one. And to the point where they were like... They tried to, uh, Warner Brothers tried to dissuade Todd Phillips from making that movie by saying, we can only give you $50 million. And he said, that's fine. Yeah. And he made it work. Like, it's, right now it's on track to become one of, it's become the highest uh, rated art movie ever. So, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I love Jared Leto too. Like, if anyone knows me, like, they'll know Requiem for a Dream. It's like one of my favorite movies. I love it. Like, I think that should be recommended viewing for all high schoolers that are thinking about getting in that drug life. A thousand, listen, a thousand percent. That's why I never got into drugs. Yeah. And so, um, and I like him. And, and when I heard he was going to be the Joker, I was like, that's a that's a good casting choice. He, he can pull it off. And then, you know, yeah, it was a combination of Warner Brothers was trying to do something edgy and hip. But, like, I don't know if many of you guys are fans of the Joker, but, like, if you look at the Joker, he's an old dandy. He dresses like Colonel Sanders <laughs> in a purple suit. Like, there's nothing hip and modern about the Joker. Not at all. He's just old. He's like an old vaudeville clown. He's an old vaudeville clown with, yeah. like, mental health issues. Yeah, he's not a club-owning drug dealer with jail tattoos. It's just a, It was just a bad, like... Sometimes DC makes just really bad choices. Like, they don't know what they have. Like, I, if you wanted to go with the story of, like, he's got these silver teeth because he killed Robin and Batman right. beat the shit out of him to the point where he punched out his teeth. Yeah. That's fucking metal. Yeah. Go but with this, that. But this seemed like a cosmetic choice that he made. Like, he thought grills were cool. And it's like, none of it's cool. Just wasn't cool. Tattooing damage. Can, first of all, can you imagine the Joker sitting down in a tattoo parlor? Picking out the word, he's like, "Yeah, I want that," and then sitting there and getting. I can't imagine any of this. It's stupid. No, but so um, no, no more. Uh, he's out. He's out. It'll be it'll be interesting to see because they're going to incorporate him. You know, yeah. they can't stay away from the Joker. Much like they announced that uh, they cast their Selena Kyle mm-hmm. for this new Batman movie, which I don't give a shit about like that character anymore. Yeah, you know. He's got the best rogues gallery. Arguably him and Spider-Man, best rogues gallery ever. Yeah. And you go with Selena Kyle. 
Yeah, I get it. Again, Catwoman's kind of popular in the in the modern continuity right now, but you know, this is Batman starting off. Yeah, so it's just like mm. has so many cool villains. But, hey, they're gonna have the Riddler in it and the uh, Paul da- uh, Dano, Dano, mm-hmm. the guy playing it, amazing actor. Yep. So I'm excited about that. Um, I think that was pretty much all. Like on the DC front, they've been for the yeah. most part quiet. Yeah, they've been riding that Joker wave for every sentence worth, and they should. Yeah, it's they good. should. I saw. At, we'll finish the movie talk up yeah. right after this. But uh, have you? Do you watch SNL at all? Uh, are you talking about the the Oscar? Yeah. Oscar so the I I don't watch SNL. No, I don't anymore. Ever at all. But uh, cousin Jeremy, he recommend. He kept recommending. He's like, you got to watch this specific skits and Oscar the. It's a D- David Harbor was on the show. They did this Oscar the Grouch skit yeah. with him, and I was like, "That sounds stupid. I'm not gonna watch." It was spot on. <laughs> so he forced me to watch it, and they essentially tell uh, it's a parody of this Joker movie, but it tells like the origin of uh, Oscar, Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> it is amazing. They even had the Sesame Street sign up on the fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pole. the it was the dark version yeah. of that movie that I never knew I wanted. Yeah, and now that's all I want. There's also another one when you get a chance. Uh, they got one. Look up on YouTube, Roker twenty nineteen, and it's an L Roker joke, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like if you if you know L Roker, there's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. He's just unhinged, and it's so funny. They take clips from like Good Morning America or whatever show he's on, and it's it's pretty good. Well, fuck, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to watch that now. Um, but I'm even more excited to 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 get to this interview with Ethan. Like, yeah. If you love all this like nerdy comic book talk, there was plenty of it here yeah. with Ethan. We we did you know the interview with him, and then afterwards, I think we spent like another twenty twenty five minutes chit chatting, chit chatting with him. Yeah. And like if if you watch Ethan Page, like he comes out like he's called all ego, so like he's like a cocky asshole, you know. Mm-hmm. And just to know like deep down inside he's a nerd like the rest of us you know what? i was talking about this yesterday he like i've always mentioned kazuchika okada and mick foley two of the nicest wrestlers i've ever met yep ethan page right up there yeah like, super cool top three nicest wrestlers i've met ethan page he he's in that list he's just so cool like you know like one of the nicest people like i yeah. fully understand why matt nix has forever been like ethan page ethan yep. page beating that drum yeah beating that drum uh, so it was a pretty fun interview we had with him. Uh, I would love to get him back on again at some point. Like I know we keep saying this about every episode we do, but like it's like our favorite. You know, yeah. like, I heard I saw there was a lot of positive feedback to last week's episode with Joe, with Hot Topic Joe, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, that's why. Like we said, he's confirmed the next the the you know he's going to be on for part two. Yeah, for sure. There's just so much to talk about with him, and even like after we finished recording it was kind of the same thing where we just kept talking and it was like had it not been for specific time constraints might have been even a two-parter yeah yeah so um we'll we'll stop rambling on here we'll we'll go ahead and get to our interview with ethan page uh ethan page such a sweetheart of a man All right, with us here we have the birthday boy himself, all ego Ethan Page. First, yeah. and, first and foremost, happy we have birthday. to wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, guys. He's a he's a young twenty-one now. We can twenty-one. We can finally take him out for a drink. I don't know what the drinking age is in Canada, but nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, we oh, party he's been, first. He's been drinking. I love Canada. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. Do you uh, actually? 
I yeah. do. I see. He won't I, stop talking. to God. Yeah. Love, Why do you like Canada so much? So, uh, are you familiar with uh, post wrestling? They do. Yes. Yeah. It used to be something else. The law. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I became friends with them. Okay. There's a buddy. John mine, Pollock. John Pollock yeah, yeah. and Wade Ting. Uh, the guys who run their uh, NXT podcast, uh, Davey Portman and Braden Harrington, I met them here at All In, and they invite like the nice Canadian boys they are. They were like, yeah, just come up here anytime you want. You can crash here with us. Uh, so I took them up on the offer okay. up there. And oh, you're I, the one guy that actually is like, I mean, I guess I'll take them up on this. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, your parents tell you don't talk, don't meet up with strangers that yeah. you met on the internet. Yeah. But of course, that's what I did. The yeah. first thing that I did, uh, stayed up with them in Toronto. Uh, I love Canada. Like I, any any time that I think about like, all right, I'll maybe have some downtime, some vacation time. I'll be like, hey, uh, what are you guys doing this specific weekend? Because yeah, I just that's yeah, sick. I, I it's like Canada. his second home. Yeah, and yeah. I always say, I'm sure everyone's tired of like, oh fuck, here he is talking about Canada again. What about uh, it? Do you like? Uh, the people are just nicer. It's true. You know, it's um, I don't know. It's just m- much more like. Yeah, that's not a cliche. It's just more like a, like a, everyone there's nice. Okay, like everyone's nice. It's really diverse. Like especially in Toronto, I was like, whoa, everyone. It, it looks I figured Chicago. You know, it's I would say big cities. This Chicago is very diverse too. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. It's, but yeah, there's some rude people out here. Oh yeah, there are very a lot, a lot of, of different types of rude. A lot of different types of rude. Well, it's like it's a thing that'll happen a lot is people are like overly polite to the point where I'm like the fuck's this guy's yeah problem? yeah like, yeah what is he up to and uh so people think you can see this tattoo i've got a maple leaf yeah because it was a friday the 13th tattoo and i was like yeah jason Voorhees, he's canadian not at all wasn't aware of it for maybe two three years after i got it why did you think he was canadian you I, think crystal lake is in canada the hockey no, crystal mask. lake's like an hour away. oh the hockey probably mask. i don't know someone had to have said something at some point about like you know what's funny? Jason. I was like, oh, that's a Jason tattoo. Like, when you showed it to me, I was like, okay, that's a Jason tattoo. I don't know why I thought that. And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a Jason tattoo. So that makes sense. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, yeah, he's Canadian. And the, again, it was literally probably not until, like, two years ago where someone was like, he's from Crystal Lake, which is an hour away from here. And yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. But when I've gotten up there, people just, like, are really nice to me. Or if I'm – something like, I was at Universal Studios. Every time I'm at Universal Studios, people are like, how do you like America? And I'm like, these racist motherfuckers, they see this Mexican boy and think, like, I'm not from... No, no, it's the Canadian like, tattoo. It's the Canadian tattoo. I'm like, oh. Well, especially, it comes in handy because everyone's so much nicer yeah, to yeah, you yeah. when you're Canadian. Uh, but one of, the, one of the things we like asking everyone, first thing we ask everyone is, do you remember the first piece of wrestling merchandise you've owned? Because I know you're huge. That I owned or got made? That you owned. You so, owned first, either as a kid that they bought you or you bought... Yeah, so I, like, with pictures... I know, uh, and I ended up keeping it for years. I, I don't know where it is now. I had a Macho Man bandana. Okay. It was the lime green, and the print was, like, dark blue. It was awesome. Uh, I used to have wrestling buddies, too, as a kid. Um, but the first piece of merch I remember my, my, my dad actually buying me was at a live event. It was him and my grandpa. Uh, it was actually from Michigan. It's not too far from here. Uh, they bought me the Hulk Hogan it looked like an LJN figure, but if you push its back, it like squirts water out of his mouth. Oh, I vaguely yeah. remember. Yeah. yeah, so I got that, and that like I guess that would be the first piece of merch that I actually remember someone physically buying me and me being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's always it's always fun asking someone because everyone has a different answer. No one's ever said like, oh, the exact the Eddie Guerrero shirt that you also purchased. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Topic. Um, so you've been wrestling for like 
forever. I my, my don't say that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, as far as as far as I've been following independent wrestling, yeah. I say because I remember the first independent wrestling match I ever saw in person was uh, Monster Mafia at an AEW show. Where? It was at Bourbon a, or uh, Berwin? Berwin. It was Berwin. Okay. Yeah, it was very early on, and I was like, "Whoa, who the fuck are these yeah, guys?" Yeah. I was like, "Look at that guy. The headwear he's wearing. These guys are taking it serious. And you guys have matching gear too. That's, yeah, yeah. That's always the one thing with me where like." You're not a real tag team. You don't match. Yeah, until you have matching gear. And, like, he wears the singlet. I wear the tights. Mm -hmm. So, like, we match in color and design, but we still have our own, like, unique look. Yeah, you guys still... Which is what I like. Because even... uh, Like, seeing you guys kind of... There was a while where uh, you guys kind of just went your own separate ways. And that was still cool where it's like... I would still see the gear and I'm like... In the back of my head, I'm like, Monster Mouth. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so do you guys uh did you guys start teaming up together first or was uh, it so what do you mean? Like when you guys first started uh becoming bigger in the independent wrestling was like it as a AAW unit? was really like the first place that kind of pushed us as a tag team. So okay. like we decided it was my idea to try and make it as a tag team instead of just singles people because I looked at that landscape of wrestling at the time and I was like, yo, Josh, like, you're a really good wrestler. I'm an okay wrestler. I have, like, the talking ability, so that'll get me as far as it'll get me. I'm like, and your in ring skill will get you as far as it can get you. But there's 5,000, like, good wrestlers. So that's a lot to compete with. There's, like, five good tag teams. And at the time, it was, like, Young Bucks, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish, might have even been Davey. Um, oh no, Davey and Eddie, Player Uno, Player Dose at the time. Now they're Dark Order. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "There's not that many teams. Like we could either end up in PWG or end up in Ring of Honor, and it would take no time at all." And that's exactly what happened. So we put ourselves together, and people started actually booking us out as a tag team. And once the AAW stuff started catching on, that's when we started getting flown around to do these tag matches, and we ended up in PWG. Do you remember like the first pieces of merchandise you guys started putting out together? Because I believe I read somewhere that you design a lot of yeah, like, we heard it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a rumor. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah, uh, I used to design everything that had I had come out. Um, now I'm in a different position where I have a little bit more expendable income and way less free time. So I will hire a designer nine times out of ten and pay them. Pay your designers, everybody. Yeah, I'm uh, sure to make your stuff. Yeah. I'm sure Dave, as uh, the head designer over at Pro Wrestling Tees, you very much appreciate. Yeah. Someone hey, did who- you make that moose shirt? No. Whoever did should be fired. What moose bitch? Get out the way. Oh, we saw that come in, and I was like, really? <laughs> like we like to keep it positive on here, but like everyone was like, what is that shirt? Yeah. Like I know recently there was a a certain wrestling company out there who put out a bunch of amazing t-shirts for all their developmental wrestlers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it, like, I know at Pro Wrestling Tees, we have a lot of really good designs and other ones that are designs. So yeah. it's like one of those things where it's like, I can't really talk that much shit. Right. But like, you couldn't just hire someone, you know? Like, that's one of the There's so, and the, the, the messed up thing is like, half the good designs I have are just people sending me things that they did on their free time. And it's like, this is amazing. Can I just send you some money so I can... Uh, the, for instance, these fans sent me this huge care package from, like, Korea. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy. It was full of, like, to- like treats, toys, this weird turkey hat where the legs shake and it plays the song. Anyways. 
<laughs> so all that. And then at the bottom, there's these stickers. And I open, I'm like, oh my God, someone designed these stickers. Now it's one of my shirts, one of my pins, and I used another one for another thing. And I was like, hey, look, like, I know these were gifts, but I love the designs. Like, can I just buy the designs off you? And they were like, yeah, no problem. It was like the easiest transaction ever, but like that guy didn't ask me what I wanted, nothing. He was just like, hey, I made this stuff for you for fun. And I'm like, well, I can't take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you money, but like, it's amazing just how he nailed exactly what I wanted without even knowing. Yeah, like to me, that's awesome as a designer because like I know like when I first started getting into this, like when you're a fan, you just, oh, I want to be a part of that. I want to see my favorite wrestler wear something right. that I did. And a lot, of, a lot of wrestlers take advantage of that. Right. But, I mean, it's A cool. lot. Yeah. Even I mean, companies. The, va- the vast majority, I'd say. But, I mean, it's cool seeing, you know, you saw a fan that had a lot of passion for what you were doing. Yeah. You're like, hey, let me pay you for your work. So. I, and I, like, the shipping for that box to come from Korea to my house couldn't have been cheap. And yeah. No. It, so. It, it, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were designing your own merch, what was, like, what was something that a lot you, of splatter a lot of splatter yeah, a lot of splatter hot. splatter's good uh you know um a lot of uh paintbrush x's those are those are cheap and easy you use a little png file off google change it you know you're good i know uh, i've often like compared you to like colt cabana in the sense that you've always got like a new design yeah, yeah. you've always got you know it's always beautifully displayed like the way you display your merch it's just thank you yeah, yeah like, thank you keep sh- it fresh yeah. he actually yelled at me Cole Cabana, mm-hmm. because I used to fold my t-shirts like shit. This was years ago at, at an AAW show, actually. And he personally folded all my t-shirts and was like, this is how you're doing this from now on. And I was like, okay, whatever you say, merch guy. Do you feel that way now when you see a lot of like the younger guys? Coming? Nah, I don't care. No, you don't care? <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll figure it out. Unless they're like my buddies, like I'll yell at Space Monkey, like he'll put 50 different 8x10 photos and half of them are covered on the other half. So I'm like, you're selling nothing. Like, it's a mystery. No one knows what's under all these pictures. Put a couple nice ones out. Like, you don't need, like, an assortment. People yeah. want your autograph, not 15 different photos. Yeah, if someone presented me 15... If I went to go buy an autograph and there's 15 different ones, I'd probably... Like, it happened to me, actually. I was at WrestleCon. I won't name the wrestlers. But uh, they were a little older, so they probably didn't know any better. But they were like, here are seven 8x10s. None of them good. Yeah. And I was like... This one, I guess. Yeah. And they were like, you sure you don't want this other one? This is the popular yeah. one. I'm like... Their dream is, I'll take one of each. Yeah. Right. Like, exactly. And I was just like, all right, man. I was like, uh, I guess I'll take that one. Because I guess it's kind of like uh, like you're super into the comics and like all the Marvel movies and stuff. It's fun when it's like that because you're like, oh, I need the Iron Man in this costume. Yeah. And in that costume and in that costume. But like, I know as a collector, if you have... Like when they do variant issues or like variant... It's like... Oh, come on it's the same comic but now i have to get that one too exactly and that's always just like all right they know what they're doing it's the same thing like when you release a shirt i'm sure you're like you can buy it in black you can buy it in white see i try not to do that mm-hmm. so like i look at it like merch specifically like if i was a fan mm-hmm. if i re-release a shirt it better look completely different so that the guy that bought the first one will want to buy the second one mm-hmm. yeah or i'll just never have that shirt come out again so it's like once these are gone, you either buy it on pro wrestling tees or it's like gone forever. Because I, I hit up so many of the same promotions over and over. Like repeat business is like very important, just because it's the same three to six hundred people, right? So, yeah. 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 
Okay, that that that's all. That's very smart. Sorry, I'm giving I, all my secrets away to all to all my competition. <laughs> no, it's fine. There's, listen, there's only one even page, right? Yeah. Ah, there you go. So, like we mentioned earlier, I know you're super from. I see your toy collection all the time, and I'm like, like in your vlogs, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, that's what I want. Like I, <laughs> I used to in the last apartment I was in, uh, I had a girl come over once, and I would displayed all my Funko Pops. It was about no more than two no no less than three okay you know and she walked in and looked at everything and went why does your living room look like a hot topic and i was like oh it's just you know they're not all mine i, I sell some of them and she's like oh okay that's just it's very I'm weird a business have, man. yeah i'm like yeah i sell some of them like maybe three of them i'm like but the rest are mine but like there's also been people who come in and they're like oh fuck yeah you have them organized by like the number they yeah, came yeah. out by the series uh so like what do you think what do you think came first wrestling or like collecting toys oh wrestling for sure sure. yeah yeah like i've always liked toys um for me honestly it was just like a financial thing like once i started making money i was like oh i want to buy all the stuff that i had to sell to like buy wrestling boots or buy gear or whatever and like i want all the toys from when i was a kid that my parents couldn't afford to buy me so like i grew up watching other kids get these toys or buy these toys and i'm just like well now I can afford it all, but they're all ten times the price because they're all from 1994 or whatever. So, yeah. I'm, I'm very much the same way. Like I, like my parents were like, we were like lower to like middle class, so they were like, you get one toy, and I'm like, but like the neighbors, they've got they got every single one of those X Men toys. Yeah, they're like yeah, you can have one. And I'm like, right, well, I guess it has to be Wolverine. Right. You know that. So that was me, and like now my daughter is the neighbor. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm gonna make sure all the kids hate my daughter. Like I, like I recently, uh, my roommate, he loves collecting vintage toys, and we went. And that's why I don't go. I don't go with him because we'll show up and everything. I'm just like, well, he said that if I buy all three of those Megazords, it's only a hundred dollars instead of fifty each. Yeah, so I yeah, got yeah. It. And like, sure enough, that's what it was. I walked in, and I was like, well, my mom didn't buy me these, so I have to. And like, I take them, and then I get. I'm like in the car, and I'm like. These are these are just gonna sit there. And but was what were they actually a hundred dollars for three megazords? It was a hundred dollars for three megazords. That's yeah. a good ass price. Yeah, that's really right. good price. Like, You'd be it's a fool. To yeah, that. they're why, like eighty bucks a piece. Are you no. talking like nineties or the? This was like this was a re-release. No, no, no. They were they were like original ones. There were one one was one that I had as a kid. Like I didn't know what he had. It was like a very small shop. He was an older gentleman. He did not know what he had. That's why I was like, no clue, no clue, no. I was like, you you can sell each of these for like a hundred fifty, easy, easy. But he was just like, yeah, they have them, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll take them. Yeah, I, of course. Yeah. You selling those? Uh, no, I, I, they're in my collection. <laughs> hey, listen, but no if, I, if I, what no. Zords? What Zords? So one of them was uh, Mighty Morphin, like the original one, but it it wasn't good condition. It wasn't that good a condition okay. at all. That's why like, like, the stickers were already peeled off. Oh, is these in box or out of box? They're out of box. Okay, hundred bucks is. That's right. No, are you they were in box. No, I would have already. That's what I was saying. Hundred fifty bucks in box for yeah. one. If they were in box, it would have so much more nicer uh, podcasting equipment. <laughs> you, you, would be, you would be in our studio right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and the other two were from uh, Pioneers in Space. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I had it was like the little, the, like, the blue one, yep. and then the one that connected with it. Because as a kid, I was like, oh, how old are you? I'm 25. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. No, 26. I'm 26, yeah. Just okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Space, what season was that? The Sixth? Third one. Third? It was like right after... Um, the movie? 
Yeah, it was right after. The, it was right after the second movie where they had to like leave Earth and go into space. What? What? What happened in the second movie? Was that where um, the shift. Rocky or what's his name is the bad guy? No, it was a. Uh, it was where they go to the island and they all have the cars. The cars. Yeah, is Power Rangers Turbo was the second movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay, so okay, okay. That, that is the one where. Um, Dude, you have to listen to, there's like, a, a not to promote another podcast or whatever. It might even be a YouTube video. The guy that plays uh, the Red Ranger, mm-hmm. I don't, not um, Jason, maybe it was. I'm getting that confused. J- Jason he ends up as the bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. him and Kimberly, they get like mind control. Yeah. So, dude, he does an interview about it. He's so weird. What the hell is his name? Uh, his real name. Aus, uh, Austin, Austin St. James. Austin St. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Austin St. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He does an interview about it, and he, and he talks about it like, and it's just so funny to me. I just wish people were more self-aware. Like, come on, bro, it's Power Rangers. You're not like a real actor. But like, this dude was talking about like it was the role of a lifetime, and he's just like, you know, you know, grind my teeth and you know dive into the role, and I wanted to be a bad guy, and you know I thought it'd be a great twist for my character. And the whole time I'm thinking like your audience is eight years old. You're yeah. also in it for maybe six minutes. Yeah, combined, yeah. I think there's maybe three lines. Yeah, yeah. The new and he came was back lost. for that, right? Because that by that time Rocky had become Rocky. the Red Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that's why I was confused. No, I mean, that definitely sounds like he he was a little weird. We had a interaction with him at one of the conventions here, like. When we do uh, pro wrestling tees with yeah, the yeah. conventions C2E2. with Punk, I see two two with yeah. Punk, and it was us on one end, Jason David Frank on the other, and all the other Rangers were somewhere in the middle. And him, the Red Ranger, comes over. He's like, "Hey, man!" And I'm like, "Oh, what's up?" He's like, "Oh, is uh, is Punk around?" I was like, "He doesn't want to talk to him." Like I, I knew, I knew what he was coming for. He's like, "Oh no, I wanted to ask him about something." I was like, "Yeah, honestly, man, he probably doesn't want to talk to you." Either. He's like, "Can you go ask him?" I was like, "Okay." I just like went around the back. I just stood there waiting. Yeah, I stood there for like a few seconds, came back. I'm like, yeah, he said he doesn't want to talk to you. Sorry. And then like they sent another ranger over. I I forgot. Who wanted, who was he trying to, oh, JDF. Yeah, JDF. Because he wants to fight Uh, him. Which also, like, so I I met him and I was like, oh, hey, like I work for Pro Wrestling Tees. I was like, oh, you know, here's some free t-shirts. Just, you know, wanted to give them to you. He's like, oh, you guys are the ones who sell punk shirts, huh? I was like, yeah. He was just like stone faced. He goes, thank you. And I'm like, this guy probably just threw those shirts out. They were like nice, like the nice ones that we send you yeah, guys yeah, with yeah. the logo. I was just like, soft style. That dude's yeah, got such a hard out for punk. Yo, yeah, I, just, I almost wrestled him. What? I almost, lo- I, there was a poster made. There was a date. It was me versus him in Canada. JDF? Yep. <laughs> dude, he sent me, he sent me voice messages. Like, I, every time he'd text me, my phone would go off. I'd go, dude. Oh, sorry. Must be the Green Ranger, Tommy. I'm like, just tell my wife, let me answer this real quick. It's Tommy Oliver. Uh, So he was like down. It was locked. Mm -hmm. He ends up getting a convention in Texas. Uh So like the designer was like, fuck. We had a video, everything. Oh, my God. I'll I'll check my phone. I'll show you guys after we uh, wrap this up. But yeah, it almost happened. And yeah. That would have been the most amazing thing Mm -hmm. ever. Like, especially that it's you. Dude, I would have lost it. Would have lost it. Yeah. yeah, could you imagine like little you imagining you're wrestling the Green Ranger? Dude, just a little me knowing that he's texting me was like freaking yeah. out. Like that's way cooler than any wrestler that I'll ever wrestle. Yeah. It's just knowing that like it was him, Macho Man, and The Rock. Like those were like my guys growing up. Yeah. So yeah. And now the only uh now unless The Rock wants to wrestle you. I know he's done. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you see, like I've, I always say, if I had never like, say never. If I always had like an, a ridiculous amount of money to book any wrestling show together, I always say the co-main event would be a submission match between Zack Saber Jr. and Hornswoggle, because like Hornswoggle is the ultimate foil. Yeah, he doesn't have any limbs. Yeah, can't bend them. Yeah. Uh, I think the main event would definitely be you versus JDF. Dude, like, I'm there. Like, like that so would have sweet. to be that. I'm there. But he would have, like, which costume would he come out in, though? I, well, I would try to convince him to advertise it as Green Ranger versus All Ego. And then the day of, I steal the green candle, become the Green Ranger, and he has to come out as the White Ranger. Genius. Oh, and then you come out in all green gear? All green gear. With the shield? I, dude, I would get the shield made. I already have a helmet. Mm-hmm. A, uh, one of the referees, actually, in this area made me a custom, um, what's it called, 3D printed, and he, like, fabricated and painted it. It's amazing. So nice. Yeah. So I would wear that. The shield, I'd get gear custom made. I feel like we need to convince Ryan be like, listen, you, Make you, it got, you, you got some money. Be like, yeah, yeah scratch. can you put this together? I mean, you guys can try. I'm gonna. Why doesn't he run a show at the convention next year with us as the main event? Um, and Punk as the special enforcer. <laughs> I'm sure he would love that. Fuck, we definitely need to pitch that. Yeah. Well, if you guys are. If that, you guys would, are that would sell out. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. I, oh, hope, I hope someone's listening to this like a year from now and they're like, do you fucking remember? They talked about this. Yeah. Isn't it weird, though, how JDF is in, like, every single Power Rangers? Like, he was supposed to be, like, just a, a short-lived character. And, yeah. And then he's just in every... And now he's, like, Lord Dracon. Yeah. Oh, he is, he, he is, like, an icon yeah. when it comes to, like, not only that franchise, but, like, I guess that age group of people. Yeah. And then he even surpassed it because, like, I don't know, how many seasons of Power Rangers has there been? Like 37 or yeah. something? Yeah. He's still in them. Yeah. Yeah, he's still. So he's now those like kids are like, and I, I, I know Tommy. I imagine it's the same thing with you where, it's, where I'm like, when he shows up in like as the green or white ranger and I'm like, mm, continuity wise, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I get it. You're like, he'll show up and I'm like. Well, but could you imagine being the guy that was the red ranger and like he's the leader and then the green ranger is the one everyone cares about now? Uh-huh. Yeah, and even then he's like, well, I'm the second most notable and Kimberly's like, get the fuck out of here. Dude. Yep. It's me. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, actually, I think it would go green, white, everybody else yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah. pretty much so uh marvel announced their uh, phase four coming on yeah what do you think about that like have you seen that they announced fantastic four they officially announced fantastic four i don't know brian cage sent me a graphic Ooh. and he was like it's real bro so well i i know they're i know they're working on something with doom first like we we talked about it a few weeks yeah. back there's like a- i i hope he is sorry to cut you off no you're fine uh i hope he's the phase four Bad. Yeah, like the ultimate. Yeah. Like I, we one thing we were discussing is how awesome would it be if like they uh, they show Sokovia, which was like all torn to shit because of Ultron, and they're like, well, here's this like eccentric billionaire who's coming in to fix everything up. Uh, his name's like Victor something, and he turns it into Latveria. And he's just like, hey guys, yeah. like, are we all just fucking cool with calling it Latveria? And they're like, yeah, sure, because you that's already kind of there. And he's you know? harvesting all this Ultron tech, turns yeah. them into Doombots, dude. That would be great, That'd be right? So awesome. Like it's already there, but I, and I don't know. I trust Kevin Feige. Like every single time, I'm like, I don't know about this. Like, I, I there's a very specific like Facebook memory that pops up from when they announced Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was like, What is this? Why? Why didn't you do like Doctor Strange or you know Daredevil or something instead? 
and then I like watch the first two greatest minutes movie ever made of yeah, Guardians, and I'm just sense. bawling like a baby, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm like, what an idiot for it's thinking. Still otherwise. the best MCU movie, I but think. But that's that's is like that, a smart that one, thing. Is yeah. it, you take like a, a lesser known property than that, and you can you can play around with it a little more, and people don't get as exactly tightly wound, and then you can throw you can make it a comedy, and people love it. That was like genius. Yeah, that's the genius of that. Well, I always say like I I wasn't around to watch like the first Star Wars. You know when that came out, but when I hear people talk about it, that's how I feel when I when I saw the first Guardians. Yeah. Like it was just, I think that one and like the first Avengers was the one movie I went to go see like twice in one day. It was just like you want to go see it, come on, my treat, let's go. Yeah, like that's that's one of those movies where you you want to be there to introduce your friends to. Yeah, it's not just like oh go watch this movie, it's supposed to be good. Where you're like, there's a seven o'clock show right now, we can get to the theater in twenty yep. minutes. That's the best. Yeah, that, so. What would you consider the worst? Because, like, with the MC movies, I don't think there's really, like, a the worst? worst? Like, the least favorite. Like, I'll always say... Thor 2? Yeah, Thor I'd say two? Thor 2. Really? I say Iron Man 3. Like, I... Uh, Iron, okay. Iron Man 3 is pretty bad. Too. That's up there. Like, I love Iron Man, but just... I don't know what it is about that one where I'm just... That's up there. It's, like, yeah. the least... I don't know. Was, yeah, I'd say... Yeah, probably those two. I can't think of anything else. No. See, I... Uh, probably the Hulk movie. And yeah. I only say that because, like, it bugs me that they say it's part of it, but then they just recast. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, with Edward Norton? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of bad, too. There's recently some, like, pictures that people photoshopped of Ed- of what the Hulk and this, the smart Hulk would look like as Edward Norton. It is, is it good? Horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, I'll, I'll look for it at some point and show you. Uh, so there's Totally Awesome Hulk, and I feel like... They completely ripped that off when they did, like... Have you read it or seen it? No, not It's definitely. literally The Miz as The Incredible Hulk. Ugh. Like, same haircut, same, like, cheesy smile. And he's, like, a genius. Mm-hmm. But, yes, it's like they mixed that a There's, little bit with I, what they got I forget what specifically they call him. There's, like, at one point, the Hulk was dressed like Kingpin, almost, where he was, like, in a white suit, and he was, like, uh... He was just, like... A, they just made him, like, a gangster for, like, oh, a Oh, Joe certain, Fix It? I, yeah, Joe Fix yeah, It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where I was like, man, they like. There's so many weird that. versions of the Hulk. Well, yeah, Red yeah. Hulk, and that dude's even in the cast. What's his name? Um, uh, he's part of. Uh, yeah, I'm, you could take my nerd card. Ross, 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 General Ross, Ross. Yeah, yeah. General Ross. Yeah, I mean, so every time he's like doing whatever the Skype call with everyone, I'm just like, come on, bro, just get a little yeah. bit mad. Let's just, see what happens. Just a little, just yeah. a little. I know they're doing She-Hulk. I've never really been too familiar with She-Hulk, but. That is a thing. I heard it's going to be Ronda. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're looking at Ronda to do it. I'd rather like Rosario Dawson. I feel Rosario Dawson would be like a really good She-Hulk. And it's like weird too because with the MCU shows, like the Netflix ones, they're kind of just like picking and choosing whoever they want. They're like, ah, who cares? Like uh, Maharsha, what is Marshala Ali? Marshala Ali. Marshala Ali. He was uh, Cottonmouth in Blue Cage, and now they have him as Blade. Yeah, which he's I think, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a perfect which, blade. So, have, did you hear the story of how he got the role? No. So this motherfucker wins his second Oscar, calls up Kevin Feige, says, "Hey, I want to have a meeting." And this guy just won an Oscar. Sure, yeah, yeah, go ahead. He walks into Marvel. He goes, "I want to be Blade. Let's do this." And they were like, "Sure, okay." If this like amazing actor who just won his second Oscar like wants to play Blade. You're fucking Blade, dude. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. That's because, like a perfect like, casting. He's I, literally perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like now there's going to be more like, because like Benedict Cumberbatch, to me, perfect Doctor Strange. Looks just like him. And there was always like, oh, it might be Joaquin. It might be Keanu. I was like, no. They're going to like they're gonna go with him. Yeah. And that's what they went with. But if they go with Rhonda, as like She-Hulk. She's actually kind of on the small side. 
You think? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know we. Does she stay? The She Hulk stays as She Hulk, right? Or does she grow and? I I've, I haven't really followed She Hulk, but I've seen her. Like she's a lawyer, and I've seen her in like a suit with like a briefcase. Green. Yeah. Green. Yeah. So okay. I think. I guess it really. Stays. It's just her face, man, and they can do whatever they want. She Hopefully they put that mole on her face though. She wasn't great. Yeah. In Stay authentic, Kombat, you know. She wasn't great in Mortal Kombat though. Pretty wooden. She was Sonya Blade. She was not. I not no. very good. When? In Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat. The she's game. Sonya, the yeah. game. Yeah. She's Sonya Blade. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. But it's not yeah, very good. I, she's very obviously like reading her lines. It's like, oh, I I'm gonna beat you up now. <laughs> Yeah, but I felt like that about Beyonce and the new Lion King. Have you yeah. seen that? I have. I want to see. I love Donald Glover. I love Donald Glover too, dude. Atlanta, great. Teddy Perkins Teddy episode. Teddy Perkins. Uh, not that familiar. It's the one where uh, he's like Michael Jackson. Where Darius shows up to pick up a piano at this like old eccentric okay, dude's okay. house, and then uh, he looks like you, Michael Jackson. You I'll have look, to watch it. You got to look it up. Yeah, he's in yeah. complete white face, and he goes, oh. Would you like to eat an ostrich egg? And he's just this eccentric billionaire. It's real yeah, creepy. Like at one point, he's like, Do you want a water? He goes, Yeah, I'll take a water. And you, it looks like he's paging his uh, like butler to go get some water. He's like, Get Darius some water. And they sit there. He's eating this ostrich egg. He's like, Is your waiter going to bring me that water? He goes, No, it's my reminder. And plays it. It's pr- I don't want to spoil it for you. It's yeah. literally like look out, look for the when they played burgers. it on FX, they played just the whole thing, no commercials, because it plays like a horror movie. Like you sit there and you're just like, Oh my God. Like, What's It'll going? haunt you. Yeah, it it was all like it's all I talk about now. It's like wrestling, uh, that episode of of Atlanta, and like whatever Marvel movies. What's it called? Up. Teddy T- Perkins. Teddy Perkins. Okay, I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah, look, you have my word. <laughs> look at that. Uh, so, even where can people find you online? Uh, Twitter at official ego, Instagram at official underscore ego. Obviously, buy my T-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com/slash/ethanpage. And I have a Patreon as well, patreon.com slash Ethan Page. I have exclusive content and all that, extra vlogs. Uh, and yeah, I have a weekly vlog. It's on YouTube. Just search Ethan Page Vlog and it'll show up fresh. Right. Thank you for your time, Ethan. No and problem. hopefully, the next time we meet, we can talk about Phase Five. Yeah. And Teddy Perkins. And Teddy Perkins. <laughs>
uh, hadn't sold one, I had to do it. Yeah. So fucking, you know, thank thank you to yeah, Sam. Thanks. You. Yeah. And we actually saw another fan at the uh, retail store. Yeah, Ryan Mears came yeah, Ryan in. Ryan Mears. Uh, he he's very early on uh, won one of our t-shirt giveaway contests, and I see him all the time at shows. Yeah, like he's there. You know, and I would always recognize him because he was always wearing a, a Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling shirt, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, oh, there's a fellow buddy. But he came into the shop. I showed him the taxidermy mouse, yeah. which is my new favorite thing. Yeah, like, he, he loved it. Like the other day, uh, another friend of the show, Trevor Outlaw, he came in to pick up some shirts because he had placed an order. And I was like, you know, we're just sitting there bullshitting. I was like, yo, you want to go see this taxidermy mouse? And I just like brought him over. It's, it's an like, attraction. <laughs> it's my new favorite thing to do. Like very close friends of the show. Like if they're at the shop, I'll be like, you want to see his taxidermy mouse? Just, just seeing in their eyes the wonderment and the horror, just mixing together into a fine Kool Aid. Oh yeah, <laughs> but again, thank you to everyone who's purchased a shirt. Like, uh, right as I think, was it like two years running? Marty Skrull's been the top seller. Yeah, Marty, we got him on the run. We're coming for you. Yeah, we're coming for you, my dude. You gave us the opportunity to tell us to sell T-shirts, and yeah. now you don't coming. know what you unleash. You know what you unleash. We're coming for that crown, sir. But uh, there's been a lot of people too that leave us reviews. Yeah, yeah. Like we mentioned at the end of every episode, we mentioned at the end of every episode, like leave us a five star review. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. Yeah, um, it's you know it's much appreciated. It helps with the algorithm. Yeah. is what they say. I'm not sure which algorithm, but it helps. And uh, this week, like I, I, you know, occasionally I'll go and check it out. Like I'm waiting for one just that says like, oh, I fucking hate you guys. What a pile of shit this show is. Yeah, and it's just like my mom's name, and I'm like, sorry, <laughs> oh, well. mom. Uh, but we had from the show Kelsey. For those of you who uh, watch like a lot of WWE shows, sometimes like in the front of the crowds there will be this uh, this beautiful redheaded woman mm-hmm. just sitting there, and that's her. That's my friend Kelsey. But yeah, like we became friends because she goes to a lot of independent wrestling shows mm-hmm. out here, and we I don't I honestly don't remember how like we just started talking, and. It, it is always such a pleasure to sit with her at wrestling shows to be with her at wrestling shows speaking of like our theme song with walter there was a progress show where they came uh where is it cicero stadium and i did not have a ticket for that show i walked in <laughs> i just walked in uh and then at one point i got myself a, a free ga ticket i was like awesome cool i'll go sit with like matt nicks and all these guys and uh as i'm like going to go buy like a gatorade or something i run into kelsey first thing she says she's like hey i have a extra front row ticket for for the show do you want to come sit with me and i was like met nicks who yeah i was like met nicks who i was like hey uh fuck you guys i'm gonna go yeah. hang out with my friend kelsey and like our seats was awesome it was like right there all the action was right in front of us but the best part was uh at one point during the main event was walter versus eddie dennis uh walter threw eddie dennis over the railing right till we were where we were and he just held him right there and was just chopping this dude just destroying him and I'm just like, this is amazing. Like, here's this giant Austrian man just destroying Eddie Dennis. Sweat flying everywhere. And it's all thanks to Kelsey. So, uh, Kelsey, and she's always listening, always, you know, plugging her stuff. So, thank you very much. Yep. We love you here, Kelsey. Um, but you know who else we love? It's all the fans that support us, which is why we do our weekly giveaway. Yep. And it's, you know, we it's mentioned. super easy. Yeah, it's super easy. At some point, we might uh, try changing it up a little bit just to you know freshen things up maybe we have but, like a contest or something yeah some sort of contest right uh I, i'm always i know i don't ever know what kind of like contest yeah. like to do though like whenever i see i mean because it's pretty easy for the most part like on social media they yeah. do like those 
like, favorite, and retweet. Yeah. Which is how you can win one of our Fine. t-shirts. Yeah. You know, just make sure you're a follower. Um, like our pinned tweet, which is always that week's episode. You know, yeah. so if you want to try and win a shirt for next week, go to go to our page. It'll be the pinned tweet for this episode with at, Ethan Page. At, at PWTCast. Yeah, at PWTCast. Um, but this week, we got, uh, we got our boy, Danger Davis, who, Ooh. yeah, in, in the... In the spirit of Halloween, he's got a picture of Beetlejuice. It's perfect. Actually, his picture was drawn by a friend of mine. Really? Yeah, I recognize that. Okay, Another well, t-shirt artist. Oh well, uh, our boy Danger Davis will be reaching out to you. Uh, congrats! Yeah, congratulations. And, and again, it's always now more people uh, are starting to like talk about the t-shirt contest because always like running to people and they're just like, "Hey, so how do you?" Yeah, when am I going to win one? Like, when am I going to win one? I'm like, listen, we don't rig the contest. Yeah, we don't rig the contest. It's a random generator that put the names that pop up. So. Yeah. The expensive Sorry. computer does not lie. Yeah, expensive computer does not lie. Um, you know who else? You know who else doesn't lie? Hmm. It's a very good friend of the show, cousin Jeremy. Cousin Jeremy. Cousin Jeremy, such an honest, good yeah. man. Like, I strive to be as good of a person as cousin Jeremy. He's is. so pure. Yeah, he's like a care, a living Care Bear. I'm bummed out he's not coming on the Jericho cruise. Yeah, because like. Well, on the last Jericho cruise, he would have so much fun. Oh, he would have so much fun. <laughs> but I remember on the last one. All I kept saying was like, man, I wish Matt Nix was here. Yeah. Because I was like, this is amazing. He would enjoy every minute of it. Yep. Like, literally, I remember just, I would be like off to the side and just be like, oh, I wish he was here. I would text him and he's like, yeah, man, me too. It's cold as shit out here in yeah. like Chicago. And he's coming. I think this time around, I'm going to be gotta, uh, We got to get Cousin Jeremy. But I, yeah, I'm telling you, like, I think this time around, I'm just going to be like, oh, I wish Cousin Jeremy was here. Yeah. Because he would enjoy it as well. You know, he's. Whenever he's, he comes out with us, it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. Like uh, it is so much fun. Yeah, we have stories we can't. We have tell. yeah, we have stories. We'll wait till we have a, a Patreon and we can tell uh exclusive stories. But uh, he he was very generous with his time this weekend. He's yes. running around uh, and he read fan of the week for us. Yeah, very and, generous with his time. And this week's fan of the week is um, it's a little different. Yeah, than most. The ones in the past have just been like a sentence or two. Yeah. Bear with us on this one. So bear with us on this one. This one is a little longer. I think it clogs in at like about four or five minutes. But it's worth it. It is worth it. When I, when I asked him, I was like, hey, could you record this for us? He was like, yeah, sure. I'm like, just read it. Just read it straight. And I'm, you know what? I'm just going to get right to it because yeah. this one's, this week's uh, fan of the week is a doozy. So uh, stick around for all of it. Yeah. Again, it's about four or five Please minutes do. long. But it is just worth it. It is worth every minute of it's your day. Gold. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, let's get to Fan of the Week. Discrump and Stank, I'm riding today to be the Fan of the Week. Your services suck, my order is fucked. Place this morning, I'm free. I hope it keeps you awake. You ain't ever getting Omaha steaks. Sign your Fan of the Week. Have a nice day. This is Cousin Jeremy, friend of the show. Uh, I'm reading uh, Fan of the Week this week. Um, this one, a uh, bit of a doozy from Steven from Parts Unknown. He writes, While I'm not an important person, I know wrestling fans, besides being one myself for decades. I grew up on the NWA. I thought the first week of power was fine. At least two of the matches were decent. Though the second episode was horrible. Dusty Rhodes booking from Grave 
with all these stupid run-ins. I was ashamed I told anybody to watch it after the first week. The only tag team match that wasn't a squash, they ruined with some run-in by the Dawsons. I didn't like the cosplay fruity dude child going over somebody twice his size either. What was really bothering me is your alienation of fans by having idiot Cornette spew his ignorant garbage. Trump wants to pull back troops who don't belong in Syria, but the NWA supports leaving them in harm's way, siding with the warmongers in government, especially the Democrats? He believes the fascist media lies thinks Russian rigged the election for shady Biden's son, guilty for, for his millions paid in by China and Ukraine, only to resign finally when exposed by Trump? Nobody with one-digit IQ supports impeaching the president or putting him in jail. Yet your voice of the NWA is spewing that while blocking people on Twitter. Most wrestling fans voted for WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump just to break the reality to you. Yet you are making it where they are not welcome or wanted to be involved in the very NWA they allowed to exist all these years. Leftists don't buy wrestling tickets or support it. AEW's owner is not a fan of him or his dad personally, yet they take position or attack him for donating money to the president that has done more for America than Cornette or Eddie Bell's in the WWF Hall of Fame is absurd. I'd rather send a message in private before launching an assault on the NWA to destroy it in every way. I was thinking of buying merchandise, but I can't support a company that thinks Trump should be put in jail for no reason, much less treason. That they support, unlike him. It's insane. People being attacked for wearing a Trump hat, yet you support that? If you don't shut up, Cornette, your company is going to suffer, or somebody might shut him up for good, which I wouldn't mind. His words promote violence, while making it impossible for those wanting to avoid politics or Trump derangement syndrome from enjoying wrestling. AEW is vastly better than NWA if compared if you if compare the AEW dark episodes to power. You didn't even give an hour of programming, only about 30 minutes, if that, and anything new if counts the silly interviews. I think Camille has talent. <laughs> she keeps that intense face while taking a bump we all knew was coming without telegraphing it. We know about Cornette having things for little boys if you really want to go full Epstein Island. Wow. Um, (laughs) If he is working for NWA, they have to shut him up after he apologizes for his ignorant comments. At the very least, take down the American flag since you clearly do not respect the USA. NWA thinks Russia rigged the election that Ukraine shouldn't investigate a guilty Hunter Biden, since he is a Democrat, just like the criminals known as the Clintons. I'm an expert in politics who knows insiders. Nobody trusts or believes the fascist media. Corporate-owned media going to tell the truth only spin their own globalist agenda. I know now that the N in the... Stands for the NWA. I was hoping I was worried about that one. Uh, Just like the Germans who were socialists that made my uncle's POWs, even killing one of them. (laughs) 
either be something related to wrestling or keep pushing this anti-American Trump agenda. I have a background as a PI. There isn't even a sliver of evidence to impeach or put Trump in jail. So I'd wake up before going bankrupt. Actually, trying try having wrestling with clean finishes, not this run-in, no-decision garbage that nobody wanted in the 70s, 80s, 90s. I'm just glad week two was able to make that awful WWE ending look amazing with Fiend and Rollins. Cornette, oh, Fiend and Rollins. Cornette belongs in asylum if he believes anything he is tweeting out. So stop ignoring a cry for mental health or shut him up. Smiley face. That was a roller coaster right there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm needing. Oh, man. I don't know. Um, well, he did have a point um, that NWA has a show called Power. <laughs> um, that's one thing I agree with on this one. Um, and Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame, so that was a true fact. Um, and he spelled Cornette right at least once. So, I mean... <laughs> This has some things going for it, um, but that's all I'm going to endorse on this email. This was also sent at 6 in the morning. So somebody woke up at 6 in the morning and wrote up that entire message that took you five minutes to read. Yep. This has been Jeremy, Cousin Jeremy. Um, goodbye. Have a nice day. Somebody woke up at like <laughs> 6 in the morning and... Then sent the entire thing to us. Yeah. I just picture them like on a typewriter going, oh, we, ranting, sending in a pipe bomb full of nails <laughs> and shrapnel. And the best thing about all that was just the way cousin Jeremy read it. Yeah, his feedback to it, just pure. Like I love that. Listen, yeah. cousin Jeremy is someone we will have on at some point. You yeah. know, like I always mentioned when I was just like, oh, I only like a rotating crew of guests. He was on that short list as well. Where yeah. I was just like, I need to have He's cousin so Jeremy funny. on there. Yeah, so thank you again to Cousin Jeremy. Yeah. You know, Hopefully you guys are still awake after yeah, that. Hopefully you guys are still awake <laughs> after that. Um, but I'm excited for I'm excited for next week's show. Yes. Uh, when we recorded with Ethan, we also had the pleasure of recording with our favorite McMahon, yep. which I said at the beginning, and I was like, oh, I don't know if he's going to like that. But, I mean, he yeah. didn't seem to care. Yeah. Uh, we had Hornswoggle. Or yeah. Swoggle. Swoggle. Whichever. Dylan Postle. Dylan Postle. Yeah. yeah, we talked to him, and he's a very interesting guy. Yeah, you know, kind of like I I knew he was also a good guy because again I've never heard a bad thing yeah said about him and just like how he feels about like life after WWE was it's very interesting yeah um his story in general is pretty interesting and yeah, the he's guy, pretty wise too Got a lot of wisdom very yeah very much so uh so next week we'll have uh, Swaggle on which is gonna be a fun episode yeah um we're gonna have a lot to talk about next week i think it's a it's a very packed week next week um yep. tomorrow i'm going to the well, we're recording this on sunday right now yeah but monday when this episode releases i'm gonna go watch jane selling bob reboot yep yeah you've been, been waiting for this one <sighs> what is my life that uh i'm going to cm punk movie premiere on a friday and then Just a movie jane selling bob movie premiere on yep. a monday yeah it's i'm excited to watch that movie yep. uh 
I love the VSQ, the VSQ universe, universe, all that, you know. Yeah. Kevin Smith was doing shared universes before Kevin Feige. Yep. Um, but we love our Kevins with shared universes. We love Kevins. And, like, he announced a while back that Clerks 3 is happening. So I'm pretty excited about that. I think I'm going to be a movies employee for Halloween. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. I've bounced some ideas back and forth with yeah, you. I know a couple ideas you got. Yeah. And in fact, I got half my costume over by my desk. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You mentioned yeah, that to me as well. What it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let us know what some of you guys are thinking about being for Halloween. Yeah. We love all the interaction with you guys. You know, there's... I. Yeah. Send us some of your costumes. Yeah. Because it's always fun, like, wrestling-themed costumes as well. Because they're either really good yeah. or really bad, which, like, some are so bad that they're really good. And some are really good. Like, Ryan, every year, shows up custom made from head to toe mm-hmm. with some dope ass halloween costume oh it's always like but you know in the past he's done macho man yep. razor ramon gold dust uh last million year dollar man last year he did million dollar man the year before that he did a uh, road warrior animal like he's and i've i think i know what he's doing this year but i haven't Conf- he, and he won't say and he won't say that's very thing. secretive because he's always like oh i might do this i might do that and he keeps it pretty close to the chest yeah so I think I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it off. Right? I'm pretty sure yeah. I know what he's doing. Uh, but yeah, l- let us know what you guys are doing for Halloween. Um, we'll have a, we'll, I mean, it's kind of fitting that we're having Hornswoggle on next week because he was a star of Leprechaun. Yep. Remember they rebooted Leprechaun mm-hmm. and he was a star of that. Um, so we'll try to have a fun Halloween centric show. We'll, we'll talk some spooky stuff. Yeah. Scary. Scary. Um, but again, thank you for everyone who's been listening. Uh, whether you're a first time listener or even with us from the beginning, you know, granted we're only 12 episodes in, yeah. but we appreciate every single one of you guys. Absolutely. And, um, you know, when this episode comes out, it'll be the last day of our fan appreciation sale. But uh, pretty soon we're going to have our Black Friday sale. And Oh, yeah. It's is, a big one. It's going to be a big one. Yeah, we've been looking at yeah. some of the... Listen, with all the AEW stuff we've been printing with the new Dynamite... Those uh those printers back there are not loving life right now. <laughs> oh, they are working for those paychecks. Yeah, and now Black Friday, the Black Friday bomb's gonna jump in and Which every single year since I've been working here it's better and better. Yeah, every year it's like, Oh man, we did way more than we did last year. There's no way we'll ever do more than this. Yeah. And it's that, gonna happen. And that was four years ago. I'm so scared. Yeah. yeah, but I mean we'll be fine. You know, those guys in the yeah, back they're they're pros. You know, they're pros. We got it we got it down like a well oiled machine yeah. at this point. Uh, and we might have some new merch available then. You know, we've been kind of bouncing back and forth yep. with some things. Um, so, yeah, you know, look forward to that. The Black Friday still coming up soon. Um, but let's think. We've been talking so much today, dude. Yeah. It's been a pretty long episode. Yeah. Like, I uh, I, I'm out of things to say, man. Yeah, me too. Me too? All right. Well, we'll throw it to our friend Kenny Omega then to... So you guys hear his nice dulcet tones as you uh, as you finish this episode of the podcast. But again, uh, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And thank you for listening to the PWT cast. Here's a uh, best friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang. <laughs>